everyone, and welcome back to Trying to Play Cool with your hosts, Emma and Corinne, and our special guest, Bryce Drew. Hey. <laughs> We have a really excited, inter- exciting interview for you guys today. Yeah. But before that, we're going to do our normal stuff. Rundown, yeah. Um, uh, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to us on Spotify. Mm-hmm, that really helps us out a lot. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, it's trying to play it cool. Um, and if you want to email us, we do have an email. It's trying to play it cool at gmail.com. Um, and today we're going to be talking to um, a music artist named Bryce Drew, who we're really excited to chat with. We have lots of fun questions. I'm really excited. Um, yeah, I guess yeah. we're just going to get into it. But yeah. before we do that, we have our favorite part of the podcast, which is our quote unquote, trying to play it cool moments. Um, you start so I'll that start. Bryce gets a feel for what Yay. this is because it's kind of hard to explain so like <laughs> so my moment was so both of us in, are in college we go to school in Philadelphia yeah, I don't know if we preface that <laughs> and um we're both juniors too so like we've been on campus a while we know people here like at my our advisor um we have the same one because we're in the honors program here um he knows me and so he was like he asked me to do this like promotional video like shoot for mm-hmm. our program like to I advertise you, it was like but it's the first thing I ever did something like that so it was like mm-hmm. there was like a real like photographer and like our yeah. like admissions like calm people were there and I was like oh god and so uh, there was one part where I had to walk down like a, <laughs> one of our roads on our campus I didn't know it was this official no, like 10 <laughs> times we walked down and like we did like the whole like but we had masks on, so, like, we could just say whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, and they weren't going to use audio. Mm-hmm. And, like, I said to our advisor, I was like, oh, my gosh, it's so funny. We could, like, talk crap on our school right now, and they would never know. And the admissions people did not like that. So if that gets cut – that was just a joke. I was just joking, that's obviously. Really I love our funny. school, and that's why I wanted to do this. Um, mine is also school-related. They're not usually school-related, I think. No, feel normally like, they're but life-related, but this just this week. It's, I don't know. We had a, yeah, school's been crazy. Um, so I met with my other advisor, my, like, major advisor for – because course selection's coming up for next semester, all that fun college stuff. And I met with him, and I am a speech-language pathology major. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. It's, like, speech therapy, essentially. Um, and – it's like a, you know, therapy for speech and all that stuff. Um, so all it's like stuff, yeah. you can like, you can, I'm trying to think of like how to, you can work with adults, you can work with kids, you can work, like it's, our field does like every single yeah. sort of age yeah, population. Yeah, yeah. So um, my advisor, I, I've had in class since I was a freshman, I'm a junior now, so I've seen him mm-hmm. so many times and um, he knows me very well. There's only 30 people in my program, so he knows me very well. And he, like, we're just talking on Zoom about, about courses and stuff. And he was like, so, like, what kind of speech therapist do you want to be? You strike me as one of those pediatric speech therapists, like, as in I want to work with kids. And I was like. Was that shady? Was like, I was shady? like, I don't know if that's a compliment or an insult, but he's right. So yeah. I do want to work with kids. So <laughs> why would he say it like that? He's the weirdest freaking dude. I was literally like, cool, cool thing. He's like a ping pong champion or something Yeah, like, like that. that's how to describe this man. He's literally nationally renowned ping pong champion. Wow. So. That was my trying to play cool moment where I was like, you're right, but was that supposed to be a couple? Oh, God. I hate I don't when know, that weird. happens. 
that was kind of lame but that's all I yeah okay so this this whole moment is supposed to be like social interactions yeah kind yeah, of yeah kind of <laughs> I'm trying to Sorry, think we kind of put you like... on the spot here well it's just kind of like a weird time where I'm just like yeah. in my bedroom writing songs <laughs> I'm like well yesterday I ran into a spider web I think that does count does Does it yeah and I FaceTime my dad (laughs) to be because he told me the other day that um there was a big spider web in the backyard Mm -hmm. and (laughs) he was like I gotta go get it down it's a really big spider (laughs) so they left town and it's just me and the puppy here and I was like outside with my glass of wine just like looking at my phone walking in the backyard and I ran into this huge spider web and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I didn't even, I don't think that I even tried to play it cool. I think I dropped my <laughs> wine. I dropped my wine. No. I <laughs> had to like stop the dog from drinking the wine. I faced oh my God. in that moment because I saw the spider on the spider web and I was like, yeah. oh my God. I had like a top knot on and I was like, the spider's <gasps> in my hair. So I FaceTimed my dad with my hair down towards the phone like the phone underneath me and I was like is there a spider in my head <laughs> I'm just like that, uh, yeah that definitely know? counts that's definitely uh, trying to play moment. a cool moment yeah oh my god yeah I was that's... like did you not take the spider web down because <laughs> <laughs> I just like got attacked there's wine all over me oh, like no. <laughs> this morning too I was um I was getting my mail and I left the front door open. And when I turned around, a frog hopped into my house. I saw that on your Instagram. I was literally like, no. I still haven't found the frog, you guys. Like, I turned around and the frog was hopping in the living room. And I immediately was, I ran. (laughs) I was like. Understandably so. Well, first I was afraid for my, for the dog. I was like, dog can't eat that. Picked up the dog, (laughs) ran away. And I was like, shoot, like. I need to get rid of that frog. <laughs> so then I walked back out there and I couldn't find it. And I looked everywhere. Sure I was like running tight. around with Tupperware. So no. hopefully the frog wow. somehow found a way out. Yeah. yeah. I haven't found the frog, but yeah, I don't like <laughs> from the spider last night and the frog this morning. I'm like very. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's so that's, yeah. The frog well, would luck. freak me out. I would like yeah. not want to go to sleep tonight like that's it's like, like so big though like it's like a spider or like a centipede you can like easily kill but like a frog is yeah. like big yeah so you have that's to like, like something catch you have to catch it. yeah uh-huh. <laughs> where are well, you from that you have all these things in your house i'm in miami okay that so we're sense. in the tropics down here yeah. and makes sense how's the mm-hmm. weather beautiful it's gorgeous it's sunny there's yeah it's a solid 35 degrees I today yeah it's so, oh, it was well. snowing this morning yeah. it's disgusting oh yeah. i love snow no you don't <laughs> it's I feel awful like, yeah i feel like it's only nice when it's like a lot of snow every like in now the mountains and, and stuff yeah. or yeah every now and then but like mm-hmm. here it'll snow like two inches and then like just like freeze over mm-hmm. or like yeah. and then it'll, it'll melt two days later and then it'll snow again and it's like not even pretty at that and, point and like also since we're in the city like they don't plow these streets Mm-mm. so it's just like chaos like trying to drive anywhere trying to like get groceries park and everything park, like, that, yeah. like trying to even walk to like we i don't hardly have any classes in person but trying to walk mm-hmm. to the library like i almost die like trying to get there um like i like snow like once a year when you can yeah. sit inside and do nothing but then yeah, when you actually so have things is. to do, it's really inconvenient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But I'm also just a warm weather person. I don't like the cold. You're more you're more accepting of the cold. I, I am more accepting. <laughs> um, I like, I always say that I like the cold up until New Year's. And then after that, I'm like, I need mm. to be warm. But I really like Christmas time. Mm. And I don't, I don't like know. Yeah, ever. it's nice in Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> she's I'm like, just, she's like, no, never, ever. <laughs> I, like, See, I genuinely. I'm like, yeah. I'm yeah. somebody who's who like grew up in Miami where it's hot all year and all you want is a change of season. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. But I did live in, I lived in Nashville for four years and we got a <gasps> I, lot of the the cold that you're talking about where yeah. it's like not really snowing. It's like cold rain and ugly for mm-hmm. a long time. And that's yeah. not fun. At that point, you just <laughs> no. want it to be over. It's either like, yeah. it's like a gorgeous winter <sighs> snow day or or nothing like you don't you don't want anything else yeah yeah yeah. it's that in between like that's kind of like today it's the weird in between yeah because it was like sunny for a little bit it was really weird but Mm. okay tying it back because i like found your website and your like little like bio (laughs) and stuff like that i think it's so cool that you went to school for songwriting like this is a part of our interview like i didn't we have questions set and everything like that like (laughs) a whole plan but i just like want to know like that's really cool like can you tell us a little bit about it yeah i mean I never had a plan B. So that was the only thing I was going to go to school for if I was going to go to school. Um, And it was amazing. I mean, I met a lot of other writers. When I went to school, I'd only written, I started writing music when I was 16. So when I applied to colleges, I really applied with the first songs I had written. And most people in the program with me were writing for a really long time. So So it was really good for me because it challenged my writing and like pushed me to grow and work with people who who are more experienced than me. Mm -hmm. Um, It was awesome. It was really awesome. And and a lot of um, my mentors and I mean, I grew up in Miami where there wasn't a big songwriting community. So moving to Nashville and being in a program like that, where I'm automatically surrounded by people who do the same thing as me and who like want to nerd out about songs all day and like (laughs) blow the lyrics up on the screen and be like well what could that mean it maybe something else and what if they change it to this like amazing it was really uh passionate yeah yeah that's so cool we I've never been to Nashville but Em and I were supposed to go in December yeah really sad was raging so we ended up having to postpone we're hopefully gonna go in August yeah so like after I'm 21 yeah she's not 21 either so I was like I was being generous by taking you (laughs) okay so our plan for today is kind of like to break down like your three songs which we love we're huge fans um and that's why like if we're nervous or I ramble a lot so it's because we really love your music and you're literally so talented and you're going huge places so this is really cool. a goose do you see this <laughs> thank you oh my gosh thank you okay so we're gonna break it down and um if you can give us all the tea and insight that you can that'd be great um so for each song, uh, mm-hmm. can we give you a little bit of our own interpretation and then can you follow up with like your Sure. Like, initially, okay. So we're gonna start with lucky number. And I see my lucky number everywhere I go. And I know I'm where I'm supposed to be. Swear it follows me down every road. Always shows up just when I need to know.
good. Should I go? You're okay. first. So I love this song because I literally do this because um, <laughs> you talk about like looking for like signs and numbers and 43 is my like lucky number. But then like 731 is like my <laughs> birthday is July 31st. So I look at like I always get excited when I look at the clock and it's mm -hmm. like 731 a.m. Yeah. or p.m. Um, and it's like kind of like an 11 11 like i make a little wish or yeah. like i just like i don't know that's you cute. know it's like that i don't know you make wishes that's cute <laughs> sometimes depends <laughs> on the day if i need a wish you know <laughs> yeah just an excuse but um i mean i guess like i see the sign as like kind of looking to the universe to see if you're like on the right path and just like i guess i really i really like your musical elements like i mm -hmm. like uh played piano and stuff like that as a kid mm -hmm. um and this song just reminds me of like something I would listen to with my mom in the car, like early like 2000s. And I actually added, my mom has a playlist that she listens to my little sister in the car with. And so I added that song to the playlist. I like how you didn't even tell them, you just added it. They're just I know, I just, but I know I know they're gonna love it though. So my sister only that. likes listening listening to girl songs. So like- um, We love a feminist than seven years like, old. Yes. <laughs> okay, can you go? Um, I didn't write this, I didn't think too deeply about this one, even though I'm typically the lyrics gal. Like, you are you the lyrics more gal. The music. I love yeah. lyrics. I'm a big, I love lyrics. Um, I felt the need to share that my lucky numbers are 11 <laughs> and 6, which are my birthday, but I didn't even like, like, I've always loved those numbers even before I realized that they were like my birthday and my month, my birth month. Really? Mm -hmm. I just like feel like, it's like kind of like you feel a connection to them. And I guess it probably is because it's my birthday and month. But I don't know. Those are my lucky numbers. Um, I wrote, I feel like this song is fun and it just kind of shows we have weird connections with things in our environment that kind of go beyond coincidences sometimes. Like how just things happen and it's like, that's not a coincidence. That's that's something deeper. Um, and I, I feel like this song like is like an ode to that. I don't know. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, my take is you guys nailed it. Um, <laughs> Okay, 19, I'm glad. <laughs> 19, I was born on October 19th, so it is my mm. birthday, too. Um, and I st I've been seeing the number, like, my whole life. But mm. when I was moving to L.A., I was seeing it really often. And Greg, who I wrote it with, um, always sees 1111. So when we started mm. working together, I I started writing the song um, when I was moving. And, and I had only had the first verse in the chorus because I just literally everywhere like the license plates the clock everything was 19 yeah. and I I decided to move really really fast like mm -hmm. I met my producer in March and I was moving I was looking for a place to live in April and moving in May so like wow I was really like I walked out of the studio and decided to move so <laughs> I like seeing 19 everywhere I was like yeah like I have to do this you know yeah and the That's first cool. time the first time I was recording with Greg, we were talking about, I asked him, because we were we were actually recording 21, we hadn't written together yet, and I asked him if he was a number person, because he had brought up the fact that he worked on Adele's 21 record, um, 21 Pilots album, mm. and he was working on my song, and they were all 21, so I was Whoa. like, are you into numbers? Because I'm into numbers. Um and then he started telling me all these stories about 1111 and his whole experience with numbers. Wow. So a couple months later, we were in the studio writing um, and I brought Lucky Number in because I knew he would relate to it. Yeah. And it's all that's came so to cool. life. Can I ask a weird question? 
Do you know 21 by Gracie Abrams? I do. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of like Emma and I's like mm-hmm. favorite songs. Like we discovered that song last year mm-hmm. and it's like fun. It's so weird that like, I, I don't know why like that song, like that they're both called 21. Yeah. And, like I just feel a connection to them both. I mean, I am 21, mm-hmm. but like, That's it's not true. just that. Um, I don't know. I just feel like I think it's so cool how like we found that one and then we found your like Spotify literally recommended they came out like to me. a week after each other. Really? Too. Her song came out like one week before mine. Wow. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird how like, yeah, it kind of just shows like we're, we're all kind of going through the same shit. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think the 21, well, we're supposed to be talking about lucky number, but I think that 21 oh, I know. Sorry. is just, <laughs> like, it's just an age that you expect things at, yeah. you know? Because mm-hmm. so it's always stamped old. in your head, like, oh yeah. my god, my 21st birthday, your 18th yeah. birthday, like, there's, you know, like, that's kind of, yeah. like, the last one before mm-hmm. you're, like, an adult, so. Yeah, yeah. that's it. I'm yet to be 21, so I'm looking yeah. forward to it. I think it'll yeah. be... Um, I, I was just thinking you're experiencing that right now. You're like, yeah. when I'm 21. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like already, I've been 21 since November. And I'm like, no, Emma. <laughs> yeah. Um, it wasn't just my birthday with 19. Like yeah. it was also yeah. um, my zip code in Miami, where I am right now, um, adds up to 19. My zip code in LA at my apartment that I found while I was trusting everything um, adds up to 19 wow. zip code. Uh I performed in London when I was 17 on February 19th. My so first college cool. audition on the, at the <laughs> on the airplane, the row was 19. When I studied oh abroad gosh. in Ireland, the row was 19. When I flew to London to meet a boy when I was <laughs> 19. When I was 19, it was terminal 19. So it's just oh like, my God. that's so it's cool. everywhere. Yeah. It's like it's that's like insane. how Taylor Swift with 13. It's like the mm-hmm. same thing. Oh, interesting. The lucky numbers. Yeah. yeah. So um, I know you said like how 19 became your lucky number, but mm-hmm. do you have a, a specific time in your life when you relied on signs or intuition? It doesn't have to be 19, but it can be mm-hmm. something, you know. So yeah, it, when uh, I moved, yeah. when I moved, I was <laughs> so like, true. yeah, this is absolutely crazy. Because at the time yeah. I, I told my parents like, I'm going to live in Nashville for another five years. And my parents actually just bought a house in Nashville. And, uh, and like one month later, I'm like, hey guys, peace out. Like, <laughs> I had this opportunity and I'm just like gonna go do it and leave mm-hmm. everything. Um, yeah. And it was because, I mean, it wasn't only because of the 19s, but it was definitely like a, a thing oh, where I was there. really yeah. nervous about taking that, mm-hmm. that chance of leaving everything and moving to a city where it was just like brand new. Yeah. Um, but, and that was there so I, I genuinely it. believe that like things that a lot of times when things happen super spontaneously and it just like all works out like it, that's how like mm. when things happen so quickly like sometimes like it's just like you gotta trust it like yeah there's so many things that I feel like some things take years to come together but when things like just fall into place like that like it's just like it's meant to be yeah yeah that's mm-hmm. what I feel like life moves like very slow and then very mm-hmm. quick yeah like that. it comes in waves for yeah. sure totally. yeah all right, and then another. I really like the music of this song. Mm-hmm. So um, you you write your own lyrics; they're literally amazing. Um, but do you score your own music? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I write everything. Um, for this song, I did. The, I mean, like I said, I wrote the the verse and the chorus um, mm-hmm. on the guitar. Cool. 
first and then I brought into the studio and Greg sat down at the piano Greg's my producer mm-hmm. sat down at the piano and we started messing around with the bridge so he helped come up with the bridge chords and the song was done Move on from 19, or I said 19, from lucky number. <laughs> People do it all the time, don't we? That's so funny. Um, So we're going to move on to Love Life because this is, I mean, I love them all, but I love this one. This Aww. is such a good one. I don't need a love life to love life. I don't need a love life to love life. um so emma do you want to talk about your interpretation first yeah um i think this song is really fun Mm -hmm. and upbeat but like it hits a lot of deeper levels at the same time yeah um i wrote literal mood um (laughs) and that this is definitely like me during the pandemic i feel like i feel like i took a a break from boys and Mm -hmm. even now um just because like we can't really go anywhere or see anyone you know um And I also think this song is like kind of like I wrote defiant in a way towards like societal expectations for like young women to like always be in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And like the idea of like, I mean, independent young women is like something that I feel like is becoming more normalized, which I think is great. But um, well, it's also like you said this in a a recent podcast where you were like men have their um like milestones are like career driven yeah. but women's milestones are always like when mm-hmm. you get married when yeah. you get engaged when you get pregnant like and it's like trying to change that narrative from like just who you are at home to who you are as a whole mm-hmm. yeah yeah and also not settling i think yes, that's important very yeah. true yeah just dating just for the sake of dating because yeah you don't have a boyfriend um I wrote, I just relate to this song so hard. <laughs> um, yeah, we have like the same answer since the it's pandemic. Okay. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't speak to each other. We filled it. No, we just wrote like, these. I wrote since the pandemic, I've been on a boy hiatus, which has been really honestly refreshing. Like it's been just so nice to like, I don't know, work on me and think about me and not worry about anybody else. Um, and I feel like because of that, I've been able to like, really get to close to so many of like my college friends and like like you like we, we started, started this, this podcast like probably if I had another responsibility like a boyfriend I would not have started this we were just so bored that like we were like we're gonna start a podcast um so it's like things like that where it's just like life is so much more than the boys you date even if mm-hmm. like you are w- dating a boy like there's so much more to life yeah, than just like that exactly like, ha- having that boyfriend like there's so much more about you um and I don't know I just I relate a lot to this song. <laughs> no. That's all. This is like making me so happy because you guys are, <laughs> you get the music so much and you're like exactly who I, <laughs> I like this, like you saying that it's your life story. Like I put them out for you, you know? <laughs> um, <but laughs> it's so cool to talk to you, but I, yeah, I wrote this song. I had just, started dating somebody um we went on three dates I had never dated anybody before he took me my first date anyway but (laughs) I was really excited and after the third date he came over and he I thought he was gonna ask me to be his girlfriend but instead he told me that like I didn't make him feel the way some girl did in high school and he oh my god and I was just (laughs) like you know what like 
I don't need a freaking love life to love life. Like I've been fine my whole life without it. Like, yeah, just like keep focusing on me. Go like be happy, yeah. and it'll come when it comes. But like for now, I'm still just gonna like do my own thing, and yeah. that's yeah. exactly what you guys. I mean, it's that's the story behind it and how it kind of happened. But that's just the way that I've gotten to where I am right now. Like, right. you just have to keep going and yeah. focusing on how you can make yourself happy and yeah. and the fact that there are so many other things and friends and like everything that you can do to make your life beautiful you know like it's in your power you don't have to wait for it um absolutely yeah so it's like exactly it's exactly what you're saying yeah I feel like this song like is a lot about like just acceptance like letting things happen for what they are and just letting life ta- run its course and like you do your thing and I don't know I just yeah it's yeah. really good that's what we're we're titling this episode um because we always do like trying to something so we're saying mm-hmm. trying to love life without a love life yeah Aww. um so very exciting but um what's something you love about life oh my goodness what do I love about life <laughs> so much mm-hmm. i love people i love food i love music <laughs> i love mm-hmm. nature i love yeah. dogs and um art I, yeah. it, everything i love everything yeah. i don't know <laughs> my first thought was food i don't know why really? <laughs> i was really it's like, amazing food. yeah i mean i did put that in the song because it's such a thing wait did so you really like, I oh, said I that I serve myself classy dinners in Canada. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's, I actually do. Like, yeah. most people who know me here, when I wrote Love Life, which was, like, four years ago now, mm-hmm. which is insane, um, yeah. when I wrote that song, everybody was like, oh, my God, it's so you. Because <laughs> they would come over and I'd be, like, making some some <laughs> legit meal with, like, candles. And, like, I buy myself flowers all the time. And oh. it's just, like something my mom taught me to do that like Mm -hmm. I've always done and it's always interesting when people walk in to my home or something and they're like oh it's like so nice I'm just like I just bought flowers it was like five bucks like (laughs) it's really good for you to do stuff that makes you happy you know um Mm -hmm. so yeah it's kind of just like a little painting of of my reality yeah Mm -hmm. I I am a big I love to cook and I cook a lot of like I cook like I'm cooking for seven people even though yeah. it's just me mm-hmm. it's <laughs> always it's hard so right? I always, I'll text them and be like I made this if you want some and I always mm-hmm. give some to my roommates and stuff my mo like when we have we're in the same sorority at our mm-hmm. college and so we have like date parties or whatever and like the past couple date parties like I just leave with my date like an hour in and I'm like, that. and I like look back and I'm like, look at that, all that crap that happened. And I'm like, I sh- like how fun it would have been to stay with everyone. Like, that's what I think. But I just <laughs> like what I love about life is like, I just yeah. love my friends, I guess. Yeah. And like the connect, human connections and stuff yeah. like that. People are that's pretty so cool. important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I always stay with my date so I can hang out with my date, but also hang out with everybody else. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I'm just like, it's time to leave. It's 1130. It's an hour it's in. It's only 1130. Let's go. I know. That's what, well, I know, but normally it's like I go sit outside. Like we have oh, like yeah. stoops. Oh, well, yeah. I do that So we'll too. go out on, on the stoop. Yeah. Back pre-COVID days, these are. Oh, gosh. College fan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I like go home and write some music and... <laughs> Got it. That, that literally will be me. At least you had your college like career not in a pandemic, yeah. though. I can't imagine. I really can't. So, props to you guys. <laughs> Thank it's you. Not, We're trying our best. It's not as bad as like 
well, I don't want to say people make it out to be because everyone has their own experiences. Yeah. But I feel like here, we all live off campus, so. Mm -hmm. That's also where, if I was a freshman, oh, this good. would be really hard. Yeah. But we're like juniors. We had like a yeah. year and a half of college. We already made college. our friends. Like, okay. yeah. it's not like we're trying to make friends for the first time. But like, since we all live off campus, like, even though our university was pretty much closed last semester, like, we were all still here. And in a way, mm -hmm. like, we all bonded so much because mm -hmm. we were like, our little, like, we were quarantining together. And like, yeah. that was just like who we knew. And like, we have so many funny memories from even last semester and this semester yeah. like just so because there's only a few of us here so yeah and there's only like so many things time. you can do too yeah, yeah. so yeah um, so it's not as bad as I mean it does suck I miss real life but yeah. of course there's something but there's things there's to some, be appreciative of here yeah totally what's something that um like during quarantine you missed about like pre-covid times or what's something that like now like as we're getting out of quarantine that you miss about quarantine <laughs> oh man um, <laughs> Sorry to put you on the spot with these questions. I just think it's interesting. No, it's I like okay. hearing people's answers. I mean, I just miss concerts. And yeah. I know that's oh, probably yeah. biased because I'm a musician, but even not just no. my own concerts, but like yeah. all my friends are musicians. So I would, yeah. mm -hmm. that's like and I took it for granted definitely because all like every day there was another, there's like gig after gig. And yeah. I like, you don't always want to go, like you show yeah. up to support your friends, but it's like, every night is a lot yeah, um and when COVID hit I was like damn like I really wish I could just go watch someone yeah. make music and oh, and stand in room so people true. you know like yeah it's it's a vibe that's really real <laughs> we went to um uh, or go ahead no 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 go ahead I was thinking about we went to a drive-in yeah. concert for AJR. Oh, cool! And it was like pretty cool. It was like an experience. It definitely like, it made like me miss real concerts because, oh. like, mm -hmm. I wanted to like sit there and like like dance because yeah. we were on we were on the roof of a car. That's what, it was kind of annoying too because like where we were we had like the cheapest tickets, yeah. but the people around us were not hype. Yeah, like both of us are very like, like sing yeah. all the lyrics, <laughs> yeah. like dance around, but like everyone else was just like sitting, sitting and talking, and it was like because we're so spaced out. Like the people yeah, the in the cars next to us, there. like could distinctly hear us singing. Yeah. So like, um, it was yeah. It wasn't the same, but it was. But it was so cool. cool. I got to say I could do it because like I think I definitely think like years from now I'm gonna be like remember when we went to that driving concert? That's such crazy totally. COVID times. Like mm -hmm. yeah. What's um, something wait. you like about quarantine, or you appreciate about quarantine? Something I appreciate about quarantine. About quarantine. I actually am a total introvert so mm. that's why I took for granted the concerts because I always just wanted to be home right. alone writing songs mm. and cooking for myself and stuff <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I'm gonna miss just having an excuse to be alone yeah <laughs> that's make true. a very good point no <laughs> I'm already like starting to feel it like because like more things are open here now. Mm -hmm. And like, even in the past week, like every single night, someone's asking to do something with me, yeah. like masks on stuff. Like, it's not, like I'm mm -hmm. still being safe, but it's like, I'm tired. <laughs> like I'm not used yeah. to this. I want to go to bed. I want to hang out with my yeah. roommates and like, just chill. But there's always like, like this is the third night in a row people have asked me to go to the same bar. <laughs> I'm okay. two well, I didn't Not go. Not you. Oh. Someone asked me before really? you asked me. Yeah. Oh, well like <laughs> I, well last night was my, like anti-social night because mm -hmm. I'm actually very extroverted person but like just recently I've just been like I don't know but also I saw something so my like love language is quality time and it was like do you like express your own love language towards yourself 
that mm. threw me through a loop when yeah. I heard that. You spend so, quality time with yourself. I don't. Oh. So now I am. So, so last night they all went out and I was like, I was having big FOMO, but it was, it's Were okay. you? Oh, well, it was like when like I saw people posting that I saw like there were Jill and there. Haley were yeah. there and I we was like, I never really though. see them. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, but last night I literally just sat on my bed and just like watched movies. Yeah, that's what, that was my goal awesome. until I was peer pressured into going out. But I have major FOMO and like they all my roommates were going. So I was like, oh, fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> see, that's, that's something I need to work on. That's like, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's good. Yeah. To, I think, um, yeah, something I, I appreciate quarantine. Like even as an extrovert, I'm like, it's a time where I can actually like spend time with myself, yeah. like have to handle my own thoughts yeah. and all that stuff. So yeah. I also feel like I feel guilty saying no to people, especially because like a oh, lot of my friends are seniors who are graduating yeah. like in a few months. Hmm. So when people ask me to do things, I like feel guilty saying no, because I know that a few months they're come leaving. time, like, yeah, yeah. they're not, not going to be able to hang out with them. So I'm always like, mm-hmm okay fine like since I'm only gonna get to hang out with you for a few more weeks like I yeah guess. I get that um, um yeah. I feel that way I've been I've been home in Miami since yeah. November I came for Thanksgiving wow. and then I just Stayed. didn't leave because COVID was spiking in yeah. in LA and everywhere yeah. but I just, it just made sense to not go um mm-hmm. and it's the same thing like all of my family here I, I haven't been home for a year so it's yeah. like I know I don't know when the next time I'll be back is so I get the pressure it's like yeah I, like for a few months I had like no time to myself because I was just saying yes to everything because yeah. I never mm-hmm. see anybody you know yeah. it's hard it's hard absolutely mm-hmm. the quarantine definitely made me more introverted because I'm an extra we both are extroverts mm-hmm. but um like just I now find things to do that occupy myself. Whereas like before <laughs> COVID, I was like, I need to be with someone 24 mm-hmm. seven to like distract me. Mm-hmm. But like now, like since I had had to have that time to like entertain myself, now I'm like, I actually enjoy doing things you on my own. You know how to do it, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's interesting to see the dynamics of it. Yeah. All right. right. We're still in love life. Yeah. One, one more question. We got really off topic. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So I said, we are both in our 20s and trying to balance our own ambitions and being single while wanting to find love and relationships. Do you have mm-hmm. any advice for us? I mean, same girl. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my advice is, I mean, I'm probably not the best person to give <laughs> any advice because I tend to focus more on life without a boyfriend than with one. Because yeah. <laughs> no, that's just, great though. I well, I think that I just have the mindset that like when I meet somebody, I'll know. Yeah. which I think is a good mindset but also like you gotta put yourself out there at the same yeah. time you know and I try to remind myself that but I think it's like you have this time to focus on yourself and whatever you want to build in your life just so true just do that like don't don't focus on what you don't have focus on what you do and maybe while you're focusing on what you do that other thing will come along you know that's what, yeah that's when you meet somebody advice. on that path like that's yeah that's where I've no, that's I've really good. I found comfort, but mm-hmm. I appreciate that. That's no, I think it's so true. I think it, that's something that I, mean, I can you make that into an art? Yeah, <laughs> art oh, yeah. Instagram. I'll, I'll quote. I'll quote you. That's that's something that like whenever we talk about this stuff on the podcast, and we're like, oh, just be like an independent like gal, like um, focus on you or whatever. But it's like so hard and it's real. It's like, easy in yeah. theory. It it's is hard so hard practice. Yeah. yeah. Well, I also think it's important. Um, 
to say that there's a difference between being single and being independent. Like you can be in a relationship. Yeah. And no, that's be so true. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. like even the song, I think that you can be in a relationship and still say, I don't need a love life to love life. Like, exactly. That person isn't my entire life. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, that's so true. Oh my God. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just like a mindset of like, I am my own person. Right. Like, and I, I think my mom, my mom taught me that at a young age too. Like when you're in a relationship, make sure that you keep your own mind. Like it doesn't, mm-hmm. Yes. you don't feel like you, you're, you're everything as another person and you're, you're trapped, you know? So yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. as long as you keep your own life there, well, maybe you are sharing it with somebody else or leaving room for somebody else. Yeah. You still know so where, you, where you are and yeah. where you stand. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. When someone starts to compromise you, that's when. Yeah. That's oh, when yeah. It's got to end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I think this is a great transition point to, <laughs> <laughs> to our last point of today, which is 21. Here I am, 21, never been. song that started it all um (laughs) because well like a little story time is when Kryn was like you need to listen to the song so it was like what midnight on like a random we were just talking about boys and I was like you guys need to hear this song (laughs) yeah and I'm sitting in their uh so yeah in her kitchen with our other friend Kate um and she plays a song and then the three of us cry so like it hit us so hard it hit us so freaking hard so that's all i can say is i can i relate uh this song hits different yeah and Mm. corinne you can go it was also just like (laughs) it was late at night we had like we were already all like like, we were in self-reflection mode yes then i was like because i kept telling them to listen to the song they were busy they weren't listening so i'm like you know what i'm just gonna play it for you right now you're both gonna sit here and listen because i know you're both gonna relate so, I mean, not that either of you, I'm the only one that's actually 21. That's true. Kate's 22 and I'm 20. Yeah, so, but, um, I just like, I don't know. I, I wrote, <laughs> I just about died when I heard this song for the first time. It came up on my Spotify discover weekly. So shout out to Spotify for knowing me so freaking mm. well. Like, isn't it weird? That's crazy. Um, and I've just never felt so like understood. It's like you took a glimpse at my life and wrote a song about it. Um, (laughs) I love it because it really makes me feel like I'm not alone in this world and such a comfort that other girls are feeling this way too. That's really cute. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's fine. (laughs) Do you want to go too? Go ahead, Um, Emily. (laughs) Wait, like, yeah, that's it. Um, you didn't really have much. I didn't really have much because I don't even know what to say because I think you, <laughs> I honestly think you said it all in that yeah. song. That's why. Wow. Because oh, now I'm going to get freaking emotional because you're getting <laughs> emotional. And just like this, I think, I think just like from you sitting down and talking to us and getting to know you, mm-hmm. yeah. um, you are such a cool person also. <laughs> so down to earth. And I like, I'm going to brag to everyone that, yeah, <laughs> that we got to uh, do the Zoom call and everything like that. But, I'm gonna um, brag too. I'm gonna be like, I have the best fans ever. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. 
seriously, like literally uh, us and all our friends, like we're obsessed yeah. with your music and your yeah. Instagram is so cute too. I know. Like, I love your Instagram. <laughs> Thanks, but, guys. Um, there's a specific population I feel like that you speak to where it's like um, yeah. people who are who are young and independent, but also very um, emotional and connected mm-hmm. to people, which I think um, when people think of love, they think yeah. of like long-term relationships and that and like heartbreak and all that stuff. Yeah. But I, I think that um, in my experience in Koreans, which is very similar, like with boys, it's like I've never had a boyfriend. Prince had one boyfriend, but yeah. – He didn't really count. Yeah. was in high school. <laughs> um, and it's like – kind of struggling with the idea of like the other night we literally all got together and we're like are we capable of love or like being loved you know? yeah, you're really exposing us right now. I, am. I know but I just think like that's why I I really think that your music is so powerful and yeah. so um unique and yeah. it's um in its quality and in its in its um meaning and everything like that and I think it's really cool. It's just, obviously. yeah, we've, we found it at the right time, for sure. Oh, yeah. Like, Spotify really knew that I needed that, and Spotify was like, I got you, girl. And I also just, like, I, I classify my music taste as, like, these days, like, kind of sad girl emo music. Not that mm-hmm. I'm saying that you're sad girl emo music, because you're actually very, like, good vibes. So um, that's what, yeah, that's what. Just, like, singer-songwriter, women, good voices, like, real lyrics, good stories, mm-hmm. kind of. Girl songs, what my sister would say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Just, like, yeah, so... Wow. I mean, it's just pretty crazy talking to you guys about this with where you are in your life because yeah. like you are where I was when I wrote them, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I'm 25 now. Yeah. I wrote Love Life when I was 20. I wrote 21 when I was 21. Mm-hmm. Um and I had only had been on dates with that one guy. So <laughs> like I have di- never had a boyfriend, you know? So like it's pretty it's pretty cool to feel like I'm like looking back <laughs> talking to you um and to know that my music has made its way to you and can kind of speak to your your life because it's yeah. the exact same experience I had and I think you said a lot of um powerful things for me as a songwriter <laughs> that I can see as like translating through the music and hitting yeah. you it's really beautiful so thank you um but it's, I think, like, for me, that song, I didn't think when I wrote that song. Like, yeah. my my parents met when they were 21. I had just been dating that guy, and I thought when I hit 21, like, I'll probably fall in love by then. Like, Adele's right here, you know? Like, her yeah. album, um, this is my childhood bedroom, so it's big, it's a big <laughs> Adele poster on yeah. the wall. Because um, it was 2010 when I fell in love with <laughs> writing. And her album was my favorite thing. And it was all about heartbreak. And I expected by the time I was 21 that I would have felt those things. And I didn't. Like, I felt them about things in my life. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't about one person that I could just, like, tell everybody, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And I also think as a songwriter, I was in a bunch of sessions writing all the time in Nashville. And everything was about love. Mm -hmm. And I got really tired of being like, I'm not this isn't what I experienced. I'm like writing songs about relationships. Obviously I know what it's like to like people, obviously relationships are a normal thing, but like I've never been in love like that to write about it. And I want to tell the story for the girl who hasn't been in love before, who doesn't know that she's not the only person, you know? Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. I also think, go ahead. 
No, go ahead. No, you're on a roll. Keep going. <laughs> I just think that like what you were talking about, about um, my song speaking to independent women who are emotional. Yeah. I think for me, it's not, it's not necessarily that they're emotional. It's that you can be independent and still be accepting of love and still yeah. want to love and be loved. Right. So like true. you don't have to, to be like a badass independent woman and just be like, forget it, you know, yeah. like, which I feel like most pop music that talks about, about being single or like not needing somebody. Um, it's like either that's like more of about love life I'm talking about but it's like Mm -hmm. it's more of like a super attitude like fuck you kind of thing yeah (laughs) so um, true or like overconfident like which is fine at some sometimes you need that confident boost but I think Mm -hmm. that for me my in my personality it's like I feel strong in who I am but I also am like super soft and and loving mm-hmm. and like I, I want yeah. love but I still mm-hmm. want to be my you know yeah. and I think with 21 it was like I I know I knew that I wanted love but yeah. I am okay with where I am and it just hasn't happened yet you know yeah um and I think yeah. it's it's just interesting when you're in college and you're at that time when everybody is is falling in love around you and you're just mm-hmm. like watching it happen and waiting, <laughs> yeah. you know it's just um yeah I get it I get yeah. where you are and that's literally Aww. that was my life so mm. no yeah I like I guess like what you said about how um like songs about like are about love and love and like that's why I love this song so much because it's like I love things that I can relate to but Mm -hmm. I I genuinely can confidently say that I've never been in love like yes I've talked to guys whatever but I've never been in love to that extent so it's really nice to like have something that I can relate to that I can sing like without having to pretend that I went through something or like craft up this storyline in my head that like something happened like it's really cool to just be like yeah that's me I can relate to that and just sing like it's me I just I don't know I think that's cool I love that. Do you have anything to add? Yeah, I think you tie together the, um, like, yeah, a lot of, like, pop music about, like, being single is, like, very, like, yeah. I mean, no, that's, like, good music, too. And that, like, it has its place and it has its meaning and everything like that. But I just, I I like the idea that you can be wanting love and be confident at the same time. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Which I think is reality, to be honest. I also think, on the other side of that with 21 it's like a lot of songs that are about being single or not being in love it's it's a lot more negative than 21 is like it's like I agree super there's this I I don't know when I hear the song like it's still my life story at 25 you know and it pulls from different places because it's just like it's what I what I keep saying where it's like you can be accepting with where you are yeah and and feel good in who you are without yeah. being like like what we were talking about before with the, those moments of like am I lovable without being like <laughs> I am unlovable and yeah. <laughs> nobody yeah. will ever love me like you can be like no like somebody will it just hasn't <laughs> happened yet. it's yeah. to get to that place and, oh, yeah. and still be emotional about it because mm-hmm. time yeah. is going you know um yeah thank you for sharing that with us that's I like I feel so inspired now. I know. I feel like that was so like that was so 
like because genuinely it's not like like I was looking for artists to bring onto the pod like this is something that just like happened Mm -hmm. like that happened to come across my life and I was like yes this is it so like I'm glad that like I got to sit down and like actually hear the thought process from you um because that's really Mm -hmm. cool like to be able to put like backstories to actual because you always make your own interpretations but it's cool to see what the artist's intention was too I mean, you totally got my intention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you totally literally spoke it. to us, yeah, so I yeah, think that's, yeah. it, it helps out. <laughs> spoke to each other. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Mm. So, okay. So we told you that we literally cried. <laughs> Not like sobbing, no, we were but like, like, you know, the tearing, like a couple mm-hmm, tears, yeah. like just because we were very emo at that point. Um, so how does it feel to be a singer songwriter with the ability to like elicit so many like core emotions from your listeners? Wow, it's like you're in a psych class about emotions. Oh yeah, <laughs> I am. In a, we're in the same psych class about emotions. That was, that was a stupid joke. I love sorry. that. Psych was like my favorite class in high school, so really? I love that. Um, yeah. Well, obviously, I mean, I'm a songwriter, so I love yeah. emotions, and I love. Us, yeah, we like psych too. On topic. Um. <laughs> It's crazy. I mean, I th- last year was the first year I ever put music out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been writing for almost 10 years and performing out live and making people cry for a long time. Um, <laughs> um, making people cry. <laughs> it's really weird. It's like, you're like, I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but it's beautiful. I mean, it's yeah. just like, I think for me, it's like, when I get messages on Instagram, I take them really heavily because it's just like, yeah. oh my gosh, somebody heard my song and it resonated with them so much and spoke to them to the point of them reaching out to me to tell them that like it moves them. You know, that's that takes a lot to do that. Yeah. And I just for me this year when I I was alone in lockdown most of the time in LA and I was just sitting there watching 21 specifically travel and I've just opened my Instagram and there's a DM every single day more than one Mm. from somebody who has the same story both men and women yeah and the YouTube is the same thing the comments are like paragraphs of people just being like oh my god I thought I was the only person like this song is my life story and it just like totally like makes my heart explode because I'm just like I thought that I was the only person you know um (laughs) yeah and knowing that I didn't even I didn't even try to send this mess like I just put a song out in the world and people are finding it um for sure it's pretty hard to explain how it feels because it's just like it's love it's just like you feel you have a like I have a purpose you know and when I'm not it's true though because it's like when when my songs are only for me and I felt the way for a long time like I need to be playing shows or else it's just like you're just writing in your room like nobody's hearing what you're doing and you're just writing to process but then like what's the point you know like when when I play at shows or when the songs are out there and people are finding them on Spotify and on Instagram and stuff, like the songs are doing something bigger than me. And that's like, that makes me feel like I'm affecting the world and I'm like doing something that is worth living for, you know? Yeah. 
Can I ask you a question that I, I, I always wonder this with, I'm just adding this in there. I'm no, sorry. Go Anna. ahead. No. I just was thinking about it because I, I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan. I love her. And I just always like, I mean, less, like, I always wonder when she puts out her older music, not as much now because she writes, like, her last two albums were less about herself and more about other people. But mm -hmm. um, I always, like, wondered, like, how, like, it must take a lot of courage to write about something in your life and then just like put it out to the world. Cause those are like, you write those songs in your most vulnerable moments. And like, that's where like your innermost thoughts and feelings, like that must take a lot of bravery to like actually put that into the world for people to listen. Like I kind of, I kind of relate on a small sense with this podcast. Like yeah. we talk about things, but like I cut out a lot of things like, cause I'm always like, I don't know if I want people to hear me talk about that, but like, songwriting is so vulnerable like how do you have the courage to just like put things out that are like just so personal to you um because people like you tell me that it hit you and changed your life <laughs> oh. Oh. I mean it's worth it it's not easy yeah. like I just like broadcasted to the world that I've never been in love before yeah. exactly <laughs> and, like that's yeah um which was a really hard thing for me to tell yeah the guy that I was dating like hey by the way <laughs> and then, but I'm like hey world look at me mm -hmm. <laughs> like, an, it's a little bit easier for some reason yeah. when there's no face immediately um yes that's true but I think the courage comes from I mean it took me a long time to put the songs out so it's like I got a lot of songs that are vulnerable that people won't hear mm -hmm. because I don't think they're good songs um <laughs> because I had people tell me they're not the best songs, but, but it's not a bad thing. It's like, you have your sounding board. Like you play songs for people before you put them out and yeah. mm -hmm. you can kind of tell what resonates with other people. And also with you, like, yeah, I know what songs have stuck around for a long time before I put them out. Like I'm not. Mm -hmm. And people like Taylor Swift, it, it's the same thing. Like she has her label there. She has yeah. her management. She has her parents and all of that that I know played a big part in what went yeah. out into the world and it's like yeah. you can tell when you're being really honest and when it's mm -hmm. the kind of honesty that other people will resonate with yeah. and, and when you know that it's like you there's like a pull in you like this needs to go out there yeah you know mm -hmm. Mm. yeah that's a really good insight that's really interesting I always wanted to ask someone that but I've never had the opportunity so that's really cool. thank you <laughs> of course I mean it's definitely not an easy thing but it's yeah like I said it's just like when you're not when you're not putting stuff out that's honest it does it's yeah it's it like five percent yeah. as re rewarding yeah <laughs> that's so true yeah for a couple of days ago I was on another podcast um it was more of a music podcast and mm -hmm. it was a, a guy who was hosting it and he was like I had to do this with you because I relate to every song and uh, I went to his Instagram and the, the last photo was him with a glass of wine and it was like love yourself and I was like oh my gosh like yeah, I have to remember that because I always think woman because yeah, <laughs> you are because I yeah, am a woman yeah and that just shows that you're your your meaning and your lyrics just transcend I guess yeah just people yeah I was general. really happy to see that I was like yeah yeah that's so cool <laughs> you can hear so much emotion in your voice and even mm -hmm. like your guitar playing in the song so can you break this down for us do you think it's easy to get in this headspace when you're performing or recording or is it kind of like reliving past emotions and stuff like that well 
on the recording of 21, we recorded it one week before my 23rd birthday. Mm -hmm. So I was totally reliving the whole age thing. And I remember my producer being like, um, Greg was like, you got to stop like thinking in a timeline. Because <laughs> I told him, I was like, I'm so happy we're recording this before I'm 23. I'm so happy. And he was like, what's the difference? And I was just like, it's just, I know I captured it in this moment. <laughs> um, but I was totally feeling like I was, you know, that week before your birthday where you're like, I'm getting older, yeah. uh, even though 23 is really young, but I was just yeah. like, was like <laughs> another year, yeah. no, <laughs> it's a year, this is still true. And, um, yeah, I think that I always, if the song is true, when I'm performing it, I always go back to that space. Yeah. And, and I think there are some artists that like, Sometimes the song is so honest that you don't want to put it out because it's too hard to play. Mm-hmm. Like um, yeah, an art, an example is, I don't know if you know Yeba. Um, she has a, a video for this song called My Mind that went viral. So viral that she like got signed from it. Like it, it went everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. And she like posted that she's never going to release the song because it takes her to a really, really dark place. Oh. Cause she wrote about, it was like, yeah, it wasn't good, yeah. but because you just have to be careful, you know, like yeah. some songs, some things you don't want to relive all the time. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's hard for an audience to understand that because they connect to the song so much, but it's like when something is painful to perform, it's just not, it's not worth it, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think with my songs, usually I mean, the ones that I put out, like 21 is the most emotional of the bunch so far. And it just, it's not painful for me. It's Mm -hmm. just, it just feels like my story. So, you know, it just feels like this is my life. No, I agree. Yeah. So even though it's honest and it's something that's vulnerable and emotional, it, it still feels right to be saying it and okay to say out loud you know yeah. and to remind people it's still it yeah. feels okay to remind people about that about me mm-hmm. yeah I also think on a timeline and I think it's interesting like listening to your song and like also finding out that like you're 25 because yeah. like when I listen to 21 um like I just well I assume that you're 21 but I I feel like if I listened to this like five years ago I'd still assume that you're 21 just because like <laughs> the way that you sound I don't even know how this is possible but the way that you like sound and like just like um emote in that song it just feels very real and very like real for that age well like, I was I mean, 21 when I wrote it yeah, yeah. I was 21 yeah. when I wrote it so it's stamped in that age you know like mm-hmm. that's always no matter how old I am it's always going to bring me back to that place yeah so exactly that's what, yeah. so it makes that's sense why you assume that because that's when, <laughs> when it yeah. was created <laughs> yeah um, we have like one last like oh no, oh, no there's two yeah. questions sorry I can't read <laughs> um Emma wrote <laughs> I love this question so Thank much you. are you on TikTok or have you seen the TikToks where it's like during the day I don't want a boyfriend past midnight I don't I just want a boy do you relate to this or is, do you have any remedies so I was thinking about like how I'm 21 I feel like you do have a line where it's like when it like hits nighttime like 
Um, mm-hmm. you, you talk about like how that, cause that's kind of, I definitely relate to that a oh, little yeah. bit. Where, like, that's why we day, get together at like midnight and like talk about <laughs> love. Like, but it's good that we're getting together with each other instead of seeking out the boys. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Have you heard, like, have you heard about that? Like, do you- no, I've never heard of that. I just oh. joined TikTok. So follow <gasps> me on TikTok. Oh my God. I will. I'm trying to like build it up. Yeah. I'm all like, throw some love life things up there, yeah. <laughs> but, um, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Night does that to you, doesn't it? That's life. I think it's just like that's when you want company, and that's when it's a little bit harder to distract yourself. Um, uh, My only advice is to distract yourself. (laughs) You make a good point. (laughs) That's why we always Um, hang out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With your friends, with yeah, with movies and art, and Mm -hmm. that's about it. Like, (laughs) yeah, it's just a matter of finding something else that you're passionate about in the meantime that you can use that time for yeah, but it's just absolutely. it's not easy I feel just like you guys do um yeah. that's just the the time to be lonely yeah <laughs> yeah it's like it's when the rest when of the is. day like the rest of your life stops and like you yeah. just have to be you and like it gives you time to reflect and then you're like well shit but yeah <laughs> yeah it's definitely a, a yeah. reflective moment of the yes. day mm-hmm. but but I think it helps to know that I guess everybody who's single yeah. kind of feels that, you know, it's, yeah, and I yeah. think, I think people like, not only in my song, it's all, it's like in that TikTok, it's brought up all the time. Yeah, like that's just, it is the time when you're, when your mind goes there. Um, mm-hmm. For sure. And there's really like no remedy other than to find other things to be <laughs> passionate about and wait yeah. for that. Get a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I love that Get some plants. Get some <laughs> company yeah. right there. Yeah, <laughs> Dog seriously. plants, music. I light Aww. a bunch of candles. Yeah. Um, I have a jumbo squishmallow. Oh yeah, squishmallows. <laughs> I'm yeah. obsessed with it. Um so okay. Um 21. I guess I didn't say this before, but like I think this and like love life, it's a lot about like how I interpret it in like my own life is like not mm-hmm. settling, I guess. Yeah. Cause I think like, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I've, I've had, I, I never had a boyfriend, but like situationships yeah. for like, of course there's just some things either like my, my heart gets broken. Like that person didn't do something for me or like, I like didn't want to like sacrifice certain things or compromise like who I am or yeah. like my own mm-hmm. time and stuff like that for someone else and, or just things that work out like, you know, life. Um, but um but when I listen to your songs it's like hey it's okay to be patient it's okay to like because I always like to do the thought experiment where like what if I went back in time what if I forgot that or not forgot but like I just like um forgave this person for like hurting me in this way you know what I mean like what would we together now like would like we be in love like all that stuff but um I think that's why like your songs are very empowering to me in that sense that like Mm. hey it's okay you're chilling out like (laughs) live your life I love who you are and love your life. Um, but what is your ideal type of love? <laughs> That's it. That's how you question. I'm sorry. It's okay. Somebody actually DM'd me and asked me something like this the other day. Because <laughs> I put cool. a TikTok up that was like, right now it's looking like I'll be, it was like a picture of an old couple on the news yeah. I saw the other day. And the headline was never too late for love. And I was like, oh my oh. God, that's my beautiful <laughs> But I was just joking. So I put it on TikTok because I thought a lot of people might relate to it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And this guy replied, like, well, what are you looking for? Like, what's the most important thing in a relationship for you? Because obviously now it's like you would think a bunch of people would be knocking on my door. I'm like, hey, guys, (laughs) single. (laughs) Um, But I told him when I thought about it, it's like ideally the most important thing to me is compassion and empathy and being able to feel like I can be completely myself. It's like what I was talking about before about being in a relationship, but still having independence. Yeah. That's the most important thing to me. Um, Along with having somebody next to me that has compassion and empathy. And yeah, yeah, that's the most important thing to me and people in general. So I think I wouldn't be able to be with anybody who, who wasn't sensitive in that way. Yeah. That's a good answer. Mm I would agree with you there. <laughs> yeah. And like a sense of humor would be great too, but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just an added bonus. And make him good looking while he's at it. I mean, yeah, yeah. You might as well. You have to but... might as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a theoretical situation. I'm to add all those things. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. This has been the thank you. probably coolest episode we've ever I'm done. So um, yeah. You are so amazing, so insightful, so talented. Yeah. Uh, we're huge fans. Yeah, no. Um, and I can't wait to brag to all our friends who are also huge yes. fans. So um, everyone go listen to Bryce Drew. Uh, can you give us any hints on anything you're working on or plans for the future? Ooh. Last question. Um, <laughs> there's more music. <laughs> so there's excited. more music. That was a good tease. And it's soulful. that's exciting and it's for the girls too (laughs) can you give us a word i'm like curious like just like a word it doesn't be a title or it can be a title because that'd be really cool um Mm. or a theme let me um (laughs) a line (laughs) sitting in my closet (laughs) okay that's right. not um, the title. It's not the title. Okay. It's just a random, random three right. words. All right. But All right. very excited. I'm excited. Yeah. We're going to search for it. Whenever you <laughs> music release, release. Yeah. Yeah. That's You'll the see one. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. thank you so much. Um, we appreciate you guys, like you taking time to come on here and like just chat with us. Like this was like genuinely such a good conversation. I feel like yeah. I learned a lot from it. And like mm-hmm. it was really nice to like sit down with somebody that like definitely inspires me as a person so I appreciate that yeah now I'm like ready for the week I'm like hell yeah like um yeah Yeah, I just you're such yeah you're such an inspirational person like I like I feel like we keep drilling that in but like yeah yeah like we just want you to know because I think music is something that's so hard I mean you know I'm not I'm not like in the music industry at all but like you know that it's like hard and it's like um it's something that like a lot of people try it yeah. and then like mm-hmm. don't do well but I think you're doing great yeah. and you Thank are you. literally <laughs> amazing and so talented and yeah. we're huge fans and you this is really exciting because like we know that you're going somewhere <laughs> we are Thank already somewhere I feel like in my opinion but like this is yeah. really cool Thank you so much for having me and like this was inspirational for me too honestly <laughs> so you're it's maybe inspired you to like get your week going and now I'm gonna yeah. go write some songs and hell yeah um, so thank you thank you thank you so much guys this is so great thank you so, thank much. You so much
So this is our reflecting time. Yeah, so we just took a little break for recording yes. to go on Instagram and tell everyone about speaking to Bryce and all that. Um, we're feeling really good. We're like starstruck. Like, yeah. she's so cool. So cool, but also very real and yeah. relatable. And like, she literally told us it was like talking to her younger self, which was. And like, that's so. so like, that hits me hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's just. She was really so cool. sweet and so insightful. Yeah. And the fact that she took time out of her day to like yeah. come on our podcast. Like, I know. amazing. So I hope that you guys enjoyed it too. Because yeah. like, Emma and I thoroughly the whole time were like, engrossed in what she was saying and mm-hmm. like talking to her and telling her things um so we hope that you guys like found that really helpful and really insightful um especially if you're a young girl in your 20s um I think it's um it's, nice she's like 25 yeah. and she has like a lot of experience and a yeah. lot of knowledge and like it was nice to hear advice from her it was um, really cool to talk to, to someone a little bit older but someone who's still like related relatable yeah yeah um, definitely a big rebuttal, I would say. Yeah. I'm very excited to see, like, where life takes her. Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh, yeah. That's what I was like. I told her. I was like, you're going somewhere. Like, yeah. That she's already there. Um, yeah. But. Super cool. Really cool. That was just, that was a really, like, that's why we have this podcast. For yeah. For things like that, experiences like that, where we get to talk to people that inspire us to be better people mm-hmm. and inspire us to try new things and embrace who we are. Um, and Bryce did quite literally just that. Yeah. She gave us some good advice. And, it was amazing. Um, yeah, she was really So cool. please follow her on Instagram at Bryce Drew. Yeah. And uh, check out. Listen to her songs. Yeah, <laughs> listen to her songs. Amazing. You yeah. won't regret it. Listen to the full song. Go stream them. Go stream them. Add them to your playlist. I just, I love her music. That was so And fun. I love her. She was so cool. Yeah. We can't, like, she's probably our coolest guest we've had. Yeah, Sorry so to all cool. our other guests. We love you too, <laughs> but, um... That wraps up our March guest, which we were trying to do yeah. a guest a month, and I think March may be taking the cake right now. Yeah. Even though what? March is kind of a shitty month. Yeah, well, it's, you know, one year positivity COVID. of the fact that there are still good things in life. Yeah. Yeah. What a, what People a, you can connect to, even over Zoom. Yeah, what a great And outlook. that's also, like, yeah, music is, like, a huge way of connecting with mm-hmm. people, so, mm-hmm. I don't know, that was really, really fun. Yeah, that's what I didn't get a chance to ask her, but I think it's really interesting that all of her songs were posted in 2020. Yeah. Because, um, I don't know, just this year's, 2020 is crazy. Yeah. I said this year, but it's, it's 2021. <laughs> you know. It's still going on, though. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, should we continue with our normal? Yeah. As usual. We're just going to do a little weekly favorite and head on out. <laughs> okay. So, weekly favorites. Yesterday, me and Corinne had a productive day, and uh, beforehand we went to Starbucks, and I was like, I kind of want to try matcha, and you were like, go for it. I was yeah. like, hell yeah. So I got iced matcha, and they were like, do you want it sweet? And I was like, sure. Um, and it was so good. I kind of like want to get it without the sweetener, just because it was like super, super sweet. And like, I've trained myself. Like, I just drink coffee black now, maybe with a little bit of um, almond milk. Uh, but it was so good. I, like I said before, I love the Matcha Diaries podcast. So, um, I felt like I was one of them. Not like I was one of them, but, um, I just felt very, like, productive. At some point too. Yes! I think we should reach out to them. I think yeah. they're really cool. But I just felt very productive. It was good. 
uh, it was like the right amount of caffeine. And I wanted to get watch matcha today, but I kind of didn't want to spend money and I already had coffee this morning, so. Yeah. But I think it's just something fun and fresh, something different. I recommend trying it if you haven't yet. Yeah. Um, for me, I wanted to do something a little bit different than I've been. I always do music, but this whole episode is about music, so I figured mm-hmm. I'd change uh, directions a little bit. I'm pretty sure, now that I think about it, I did not think about this when I put it in there, but I'm pretty sure I talked about this two weeks ago when I talked about oh. TV. Oh. Uh, this TV show that I put in here is called Good Trouble, <laughs> and um, I think I talked, I definitely did talk about it in the episode about TV. Mm -hmm. So sorry if I sound like a broken record, but I just started watching the, like the third season of this show just started airing. So, um, I've been like, I forgot how much I loved this show. So like, I'm like re-falling in love with it. So this is good trouble. I don't know if I said that right. Um, but it's the spinoff of the Fosters. Oh, you did talk about it. I was like, it's like 10,000 times better than the Fosters. Not that the Fosters Mm -hmm. wasn't great because I genuinely love the Fosters too. Mm -hmm. But good trouble is like, so much better like it, it goes with the vibes of this podcast of like single women in their 20s just like doing their thing um figuring out adulthood mm-hmm. so i really love that show and it's 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 very inclusive and very like it, it has a lot of representation of like the uh, lgbtq community and a lot of representation of like women and just a lot of other issues happening in our mm-hmm. society right now mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a really, really good show. So I'd recommend if you need something else to watch and you've seen The Fosters, Good Trouble is so much better. Just, <laughs> it's just so good. I'm currently in the middle of, um, an episode cause I'm not good at keeping up with it, but mm. I love it so much. So yeah. Fun, fun. That's all I have. Nice, fun episode. I'm so yeah. like shook. No, I like, I think I'm like, just like calm, like, cause it's like, that was just so nice. It was like very, it feels like, it feels like I went to therapy. Like, <laughs> that's what it feels like. Um, so I hope you guys also had a similar mm-hmm. effect, I guess, of um, this episode. It's yeah. literally, it's great. Yeah. Share with all your friends and your family. That's something I said in like my soul. I was like, mm-hmm. share this podcast. If you have like a friend group, yeah. like drop our link into the friend group and, and drop Bryce Drew's songs into yeah. the friend group. Cause that's how our friends got to know Bryce. I mean, not to, they, how they listened to her music because like we would send, yeah. or Corinne sends her songs in. For sure. Yeah. Um, so share. This is definitely going to be one of those episodes that I listen back to a lot. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. For this. Very fun. Uh, it's going to be a good time. And if you listen to the podcast and you also have a podcast or you do anything really cool, email yeah. us, reach out to us, DM us on Instagram. We would love to have a conversation. Yeah. Talk about life, talk about um, creative things and non-creative things. I don't know. All yeah. of that. So let us know. All right. Well, thank you for listening. We love and appreciate you guys so much. And always remember, you are the coolest. Bye. Bye. Okay.